Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be chatting about on the podcast this week? On this week's show, we get to laugh at someone in sports hard. I love it. And a serious conversation about old people in politics. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week I ask you the question, what do football and tobacco have in common? They're both deadly in marketing to children, and mm. I again discuss my favorite subject, Harvey Weinstein's Little Green Wiener. <laughs> well, let's get into it. People just want to tell me stuff, Tyler. I it, People- That's ironic coming from you. Just want to tell me stuff. Strangers just unleash their deepest, darkest secrets on me. This is coming from the man who would get random facts on his, on his phone and shout it out for anybody around him to hear at any time. Well, that's not, that's not betraying my deep, dark secrets. That's just giving you some sort of information that you could carry around with you for the rest of the day. So you're referring to oversharers. Oversharers, and here's the problem with this. I actually love it. I love that. I, that I can have some back and forth with strangers. I love that my personality invites that, but also sometimes it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just meet somebody and they're like, oh, I I found out I have syphilis today. And it's like, why are you telling me this? Is it because I gave it to you? Yeah, yeah, sorry. But the situation, it, do you know oversharers? Have you ever been an oversharer? I, I wouldn't say, I've definitely been in the situation where I have given too much information in a moment, maybe, but I would not say that I would classify myself as an oversharer. There is some famous quote somewhere, and I forget who said it, and I'm obviously not doing it verbatim, where sometimes people disguise themselves by saying too much, or sometimes people- It's a shield. Hide themselves by telling too much about themselves. Well, it's, it's uh, equivalent to um, pushing people away before you get hurt. Like you automatically assume the relationships in your life are gonna hurt you. And these people who keep everybody else at arm's length, it's a form of a, like a shield to protect yeah, yourself. I, I could definitely see that. And I bet you everybody out there knows what we're talking about where you meet somebody and you haven't been around this person for very long and they're telling you things that are super private and it sets off red flags in your head where you're like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. Like we've known each other for three minutes and you're giving me stories about how you like to shove lasagna in your socks. <laughs> you like to squish, squish, squish as you walk around. <laughs> Too much information, dude. So you don't like that? And can I have a bite? Yes, please. <laughs> I'll suck that toe. But my idea here is I do like that. I do like that perhaps people think uh, this guy has empathy or that I can, I, I do like being that person. I understand what you mean. I, I, I you would rather it be extreme on that side than nobody ever wants to tell me anything. Sure. I mean, no extreme is good, but I do understand what you mean. You like the idea that people get the vibe from you that they can be vulnerable in front I, of you. I do like that. I, and, I get it. And I hope that I meet that with the right 
Um, understanding. Understanding because I, I do want it. And also in that moment, I'm like, oh my goodness. But there is an appropriate timing in relationships to how much you are le- you're willing to let leak out. Mm-hmm. If somebody gives you too much right away, like let's say you go on a date with somebody and they're telling you about, you know, their abuse situation five minutes into it, you're thinking like, oh man, I hope this person is okay. Yeah. I would love to help this person, but from far away, what, I got to get out of here. What am I doing to myself if I get involved in this situation? I am digging a hole right yeah. now as this person, I'm tunneling out of Alcatraz. Yeah, I'm good on that. So I am at the grocery store yesterday and I am checking out and I I'm always very nice to people. I always want, especially somebody who's working for me, it matters to me a lot that I treat you like a person. I imagine a lot of people come through here, waiters, waitresses, anybody who is working for me, uh, bag boys, any of that stuff, I will treat you like a human because I bet you don't get that all the time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's where these behaviors come from. They don't get it in their day-to-day life, so they need to look for it in other aspects. I think that that's totally fair. So I say to this cashier who I've met once before, hey, it is so great to see you. You got anything, you know, going on this weekend? Oh, you opened the door, Ryan. I'm constantly kicking open doors. You open the door. And, and there's always a monster inside. So the woman says, oh, you know what? Uh, this weekend's going to be good. And she was very jovial. It wasn't like a big deal. Oh, last week, you know, this weekend I think is going to be good. It's definitely going to be better than last weekend. You asked her what happened last <laughs> weekend, didn't you? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope it gets better. Yeah, no, you'd be like, oh man, this weekend, big Dolphins game. They're or, playing Buffalo. Or, or what do you got going on this weekend? Well, Tell that, me about the good weekend. But that's what. Oh, okay. give me the positive weekend, yeah. not the bad weekend. Give me. The, let's look towards the future. I wish. I wish I had had you with me. Not in the rearview mirror. I, I'm looking towards the future. Well, I said, why? What? I, I can't help it. Oh. I can't help it. Oh, you can't stop. Take responsibility she, for she your words. She said last weekend. Last weekend was. Uh, you know, it's going to be better than last weekend. Last weekend, I had a funeral. Oh, uh, okay. So, what do you say there? Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. That's it. Right off the rip. Man, I understand what you're saying. Like, oh, who died? I said... Did you kill somebody? <laughs> I can't believe you went back to the scene of the crime. You know, FBI agents are always looking. No, but so I said, I hope it wasn't anybody too close. I'm really sorry to hear that. That's a fair statement. Right? Yeah, that's more of a... That's a sentence that you didn't you didn't ask a question. No, that, I didn't. That's a sentence. I, I, that's I, well played by you. I'm just pushing it on yeah. and I'm, I'm expressing sympathy, mm-hmm. but I'm not digging and let's what's going on this weekend i'm ready to move and she's like it was my dad so was that close or <laughs> man i hope he abused you yeah uh, oh boy it w- we'll definitely no cut that. Oh, no we're keeping that in editing ryan make a <laughs> note that will that never in. see the light of day come on i called Anne frank a bitch last week you can keep this in i'm still reeling from that Tyler. <sighs> that really made I, me feel bad I'm looking forward to your funeral after really, that yeah i just got canceled again so my situation is I love that that is my vibe with people, but also people chill the fuck out, man. If we have not known each other collectively for more than three minutes, don't tell me about your dead dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's new, you new got, life rule. And you gotta, yes, I think that deserves a hear ye, hear ye. I think, <laughs> I think that it really makes me sad because if she is that, uh, not excited, but if she is, feels the need to tell people that she does not know about that, something that dear in her life, she must not have anybody to talk to. Well, it goes back to this exact same idea of 
the people who post the most on social media are the people who feel like they have the least amount of people to talk to. Oh yeah. And I think we're seeing that in our world. So let's, uh, you know, let's all get involved in hobbies. Mm -hmm. Let's, uh, let's find our, our, our group. Let's find our tribe, but also not talk to each other. Oh, find your hobby. Don't talk to anybody. Let's all learn Braille. My name is Ryan. (laughs) My name is Tyler. And we are those guys. (laughs) We are those guys. You wait, what? What? Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to another Those Guys You Hate episode, our second intro there, Tyler, that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. We're got, we have some changes coming to the show, some critiques that we've really taken to heart. I am really glad you said that. First I, of all, fuck you, dude, for critiquing us. Yeah, oh, that guy. Second of all, thank you very much. You really put the time in, and we really appreciate Somewhere it. Somewhere in between those two things is how we actually feel this mm-hmm. week. We've got a do show the week. We've got a happy death day. We've got another TGYH classic. But first, we've got an oof. Listener response, Tyler. Listener yeah. response. Fan Ty- letters. Tyler and I are trying to clean this thing up. We're, 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 we're getting the ship right. We're swabbing the poop deck. And we're trying to make this show ready for public consumption, for mass consumption. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to figure out what that means to us. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're just, we, even though we're 185 episodes in, badass on our part. Um, yes, for sure. We More are, than that, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We are still, um, you know, writing the ship. We are still figuring things out. And we're trying to hone this entertainment medium to a very fine point for all you beautiful and ugly people out there. Yes, we are. Mostly and, beautiful. And we are, we're, we're inviting, we started last week's show talking about some criticisms that we had received and criticism is always hard to take, especially when it's something that you're passionate about art specifically because you're bearing your soul in a lot of ways if mm-hmm. the art is good. And we received some really great uh, feedback, positive and negative, And we're working on that to try to make this, you know, more Accessible, I would say. To make this more accessible for everybody out there. Now, can you tell me, and we appreciate the listeners, you know, treating us with kid gloves, you know what I mean? Just trying to be helpful Mm -hmm. and and really caring about our feelings. So Mm -hmm. tell me any any sort of, uh, what do you got, Tyler? Well, we don't really talk about fan mail a whole lot. I mean, but why in the world would our audience want to hear us read their countless emails they send out lauding us for our genius and commitment to their entertainment? Sure. Chill with the dick pics. I mean, no, 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 no. Keep them coming. But I also (laughs) believe it's appropriate to give back to the community. Agreed. And since I don't feel like feeding the homeless, this is what we're going to do. This is a letter that we received critiquing us, as you said, Ryan. And I quote, two quick points, this anonymous user writes. Your website talks about being your best self and positivity, but hate is literally in your title. I don't get it. Also, your conversation slash podcasts, while high quality production wise, thank you. Wow. I feel like I like where this is going. That's a shit sandwich right there. Feel somewhat contrived and inauthentic. Oh, you ruined it. Imagine if two Krusty the Clowns from The Simpsons had a radio show. <laughs> Ow! That's what your dialogue feels like. Ouch. Your episodes would go further if you had more relaxed, authentic conversations with one another. Dot, dot, dot. My two cents. 
unquote. And I totally get it. If I could be honest, I, I get I understand where that person is coming from. And like this right here, like what we're doing right at this exact moment, this is our relaxed. And I'm not just talking about with microphones on in our face. I'm talking about in the kitchen in the morning yeah. having coffee. This yeah. is just how Tyler and I talk. Our defense mechanisms, our shield of armor has become our actual skin. Well, and I, no, I don't agree with that. I think our that actual this is, skin. <laughs> this is crusty. This is. <laughs> I don't like that. This and that's the thing. I, I've spoken to other people about it, and the whole idea behind it is this is us being authentic. So sure. I, I think what this, and I do appreciate what they're saying, where they're saying if you were more. Um, would go further if you were more relaxed, authentic, uh, or relaxed, I guess, would be the word Sounds that like I would focus on. he's describing a pair of jeans. Sure, <laughs> sure. I like more skin tight, but, but you know, I like more form conforming. Yep. Uh, I think that this is us. I know that this is us being authentic. Right. And I think this letter right here uh, is just somebody who doesn't understand that. I, and, and obviously, like all podcasts, this isn't for everybody. Yeah. And our... Energy and excitement is true to who we are. As a matter of fact, it's the reason why we started doing this in the first place. Mm -hmm. And to that listener, he's probably not a listener anymore. Nope. I say thank you. I say I appreciate you. And we, you know, criticism is how you get better. And, uh, that, you know, we, we thought we could have a little chuckle. I say thank you. Like all clowns. I say because you didn't write any contact information, you're a coward. Oh, we will find we will find you. <laughs> and I also say thank you again. We yeah. appreciate the criticism. Oh, Tyler's shit sandwich as well. <laughs> Let's do some congratulations. Wow, congratulations. Tyler, the show is doing big things. Did you hear what we did? I'm part of it, but no. <laughs> Mel Tucker has been fired. Oh! oh congratulations! That's us, baby! Oh, that's what you get! Mel Tucker is a unemployed motherfucker! Yeah, probably jerking off on the phone right now. <laughs> sure, I gotta take this call, Tyler. I will be right back. <laughs> Tell please, Mel I said what's up. Uh, please describe to these people who Mel Tucker is, well, in they, case they missed they, the, they, the earlier they, episode. Well, and what was the college? For, remind me, please. Uh, Michigan State. Michigan where, State? Where Tommy's daughter goes. She she was giving me boots on the ground journalism. Oh, okay. A yeah. friend of the show's daughter. Not your friend. Goes on. He's kind of my friend. Well, we like each other. You talk shit about him all the time. You talk shit about him all the time. You, every time I bring up Tommy, you this We're crusty. That's ridiculous. We're crustying it right now. We are. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Thank you. Uh, and and Mel Tucker, he is a uh, the football coach. The, the was was the football coach, and they brought in a not only a rape survivor, but a a person who speaks an advocate on rape, an advocate. Thank you, and to talk to the football team about hey, listen, this is how mm -hmm. these things can go sideways on you. You're going to be flooded with women and all of this power. Yeah, what that that athletics brings to you. Let's all make sure that we pay attention, which is a very important message very important especially for and that's a good point especially for young men young yeah young men young people who are entering into this dare i say celebrity where all these different options are going to become available your brain is going to do some crazy shit to you and so they brought her in to talk to the football team and while on the phone with her mel tucker former football coach of this team decided to masturbate I, I'm I'm assuming that he was masturbating before he made the call, right? Like, in oh, the, there's got to be buildup in some I weird way. 
that not saying that that would be better. It's all bad. If you're deciding mid phone call, like, man, these pants are coming off. Yeah, that's that's troubling. So so hopefully uh, I mean, it's all troubling. Yeah, it's all troubling. It's right, all right, troubling. Right, right, right. Why are you? I'm, I'm splitting pubic hairs. Don't give this degrees. I, <laughs> no degrees on this. It's all bad. Well, he was at 45 degrees. <laughs> so uh, Mel Tucker has been fired. We don't like to dance on anybody's grave. But the fact of the matter is, if you behave that inappropriately, then you should have to be held accountable for your actions. Absolutely. Mel Tucker, I, I, I don't like to celebrate anybody being fired, but I have to hit you with. Wow. Congratulations. Wait, 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 wait. Shouldn't you congratulate the school? Why are you congratulating the person who got he, fired? He's just, <laughs> I don't want to Kiko man when he's down. You know what I mean? I, know I will kill you! <laughs> if you don't get that joke, please check out the pregame, yeah. which is 30 seconds after the show where Tyler and I warm up. It's good, coming good up. Call out, yep. Good call out. Good call out. So... Um, that's, that's the congratulations, Tyler. Yeah. It's just a weird one. I <laughs> agree. And I have my regrets. Let's do. And, and as a matter of fact, nice little segue here. Mel Tucker, former douche of the week. Mm-hmm. Let's get on to douching somebody else. Now here on those guys you ate, generally speaking, we try to treat people with respect. We try not to judge too much, but every now and then you got to tell somebody, "Hey, you're a douche." So Absolutely. let's, Tyler, who you got this week? You you want me to go first? Uh, should I go first? I can or go do you want to? I can go first. Uh, you go first. Ryan, you know how we do this. If you're a fan of the show, if you're not a fan of the show, first of all, welcome. You're welcome here. You're a douche, and why not? And second of all, whenever we do douche of the week, I normally go macro. Ryan goes micro. Mine is super micro this, this time. This one, I'm going. Super macro. Okay. I don't think you could get more macro than what I'm doing right now. I don't now. understand what those words mean, but I... I, I explained it to I you. I know, but I don't want to learn. The sun, Ryan. The sun. I read today <laughs> that the single most intent, intense heat wave ever recorded on Earth happened last March in Antarctica, Ryan. The most... Okay. The most intense heat, heat wave, wave of all time. So in ever other words, recorded. The most dramatic increase in temperature. Correct. Happened in Antarctica. From the little that I know, supposed to be kind of cold. Coldest place on earth. Okay. The region at the peak of the heat wave was at five degrees Fahrenheit or negative 15 degrees Celsius when it should have been near negative 65 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a lot of numbers you just threw at me. It's from five plus five to negative 65. So it is 70 degrees Correct. difference. Correct. Look at me. I'm just doing math and I'm proud of it. That, that was, oh, that was very good. Yeah. I'm so, you were giving me very intense eyes. It really threw me off. It's hard. The, the cameras are in a position where I got to squat down. We got yeah. to, we got to, we got to figure, figure this out. out. Yeah. They were squatting. Lay off, son. Okay. What is your problem? I mean, thanks for all the warmth and shit. Sure. But come on, you're killing us down 70 here. 70 degrees is a bit extreme. Yeah, thinking you're all high and mighty floating in the sky like that. <laughs> uh, the sun, you are my douche of the week. That is macro, I assume. I don't know. I've been told by people. I got to tell you, after that, what I just did, we are too Krusty the Clowns doing this shit. That was I, I wacky. Was, I was a total Krusty the Clown right there. Mine's wacky too, and I'm honestly not feeling very confident <laughs> in it, so I was hoping yours was going to be less wacky. God, I hope that person isn't listening right now. I feel so ashamed. There's no chance that they are. <laughs> Sorry, uh, let's say this calmly then. All right. <clears throat> wacky calmly. Okay. 
Do you know? I, I, I'm not sure if this is going to land, but I actually mean this. Okay. Do you know you're speeding down the highway, okay? And all of a sudden, you hit a traffic jam. You, you have to slam on your brakes at a time that you weren't expecting to slam on your brakes, right? Big row of people, everybody sure. slamming on their brakes. There's a bumper to bumper situation in front of you. You got to hit the brakes. You weren't expecting it. All of a sudden, we're, we're stopped on a place where we're not supposed to be. Why don't mm. they call it a parkway? So, do you know the guy who has to go extra far out of his lane onto the shoulder so that the person behind him doesn't slam into the back of his car. I'm not saying don't protect yourself. I've done that a few times. All the way out. You're going all the way out. As far out as I need to go to make sure I don't get killed. So you are putting the mom and the infant in front of you in harm's way to get slammed into by this car that may or may not be coming? First of all, they should have a baby on board sticker. They don't. Second of all, absolutely. So what we're finding out is, is that Tyler, <laughs> you are my douche of the week. Because that person oh. is an asshole. So self-preservation is your douche of the what week about is what that you're baby? saying. What about that How baby? How do you know there's a baby there? There's a baby always in everything, Tyler. Yeah, number we, one. We should stop having babies. And number two... You're making a show out of it. You're making it just, what? dude, just pay attention and everything's going to be fine. Whose life has ever been saved by that? You are my, I, I'm sorry that it's you. I, I, I wish it hadn't, hadn't been you. Tyler, you're my douche of the week, man. I, I got to tell you, collectively, this may be the worst douche of the week we've ever uh, you, done. Well, you know what? I'm on the sun side. How about that? Antarctica, what have you done for me recently? <laughs> You're right. That was bad. That was I, terrible. I, 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 Tyler, I told you I was feeling really uncomfortable. Couple of crusties cutting it up. Just terrible. <laughs> I can't do it again. Just terrible. Uh, very quickly, Tyler, have you heard about, I hope you haven't, but have you heard about this Toy Story game that is coming up on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, the NFL, they, they do it. The last year it was with Nickelodeon. They slimed. I guess they're still doing that. And now they're incorporating Toy Story uh, AR overlays on what the is AR uh, oh, augmented reality. augmented okay. reality, where they 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 overlay virtual on the physical world, and then it yeah, it's like cigarettes promoting directly to children back in the day, man. Well, can I tell you, it's nefarious. AI, don't love it. Very scared of it. AR, a lot of fun, awesome, a lot of fun, really cool. Yeah. Like so many, it's what they've been promising us in the future. Uh, you know, where you put the glasses on and all of a sudden you're looking at a big giant yeah. computer. And I, I, I love the idea of AR. That well, does it, it for me. And easy to digest for anybody who may not know what it is, is Pokemon Go. That's, that is, Pokemon I think, Go. where it really started, right? Yeah. Where you're looking at your own environment, but there's a cute little Pikachu standing in the middle of the park. Pikachu, where? where? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So on Sunday in Wembley Stadium, the NFL and Disney will simultaneously animate the Falcons-Jaguars game in Wembley Stadium, which is one of the biggest stadiums in the world, yeah. is going to be made to look like Andy's room from Toy Story. Now, first of all, kid me thinks that's awesome. I I want to see this. Awesome. I want to see this. It's on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to check this out. Second of all, nefarious, Nefar Ryan. Now, now. Now, not unlike the NFL marketing to women by just making pink jerseys, um, why do you think that they're doing this? Their customer base is pretty solid. The NFL oh. doing kind of good. Oh, they're getting uh, ahead of the game because the dangers of the sport 
are becoming more and more public and parents are realizing even at young ages, if I put my kid in this game, there's a chance that he will suffer in the long term. So they're making if, sure yeah. they're making sure that there is a, a, a mill of players that keep coming out of childhood. If you want kids to join your game, what you need is moms. Yep. And it seems to me that they're marketing to the moms and now they're just not unlike Joe Camel. They are marketing directly to kids yep. and they're trying to get kids wrapped up in this and they're doing it in a pretty kick-ass way. I yeah. gotta be honest. No, they, they know I, what they're doing. I'm really, really interested in all of this. So, so, so it's the NFL teaming up with Disney. I mean, that is a, a force of nature right there. I mean, oh my goodness. Sprinkle a little Taylor Swift on top of this. Oh and my God. We will have thousands of dead kids in, in no time. Save us, Swifties. Speaking of death, you got a happy death day for me, I Tyler? I do. I do. The death of. Healthy children everywhere playing football. What have kids done for me lately? <laughs> Protected you from that car coming at 100 miles per hour. <laughs> Appreciate you, As by you the had way. to swerve. Sure. This is the tiniest meat shield I've ever used. <laughs> yes. Happy Death Day. It is a segment where somebody has died and we celebrate their life, except that one time we did the Unabomber. Huzzah! Oh, boy. Ryan, this week, we are going to use this as not only a way to say happy death day to this person, but as a way to have a serious conversation about politics. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but politics. Okay. Diane Goldman Berman Feinstein, Ryan. How many last names do you need, dude? I think those two are middle names, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. You can't have... Those are three last names. I don't care yeah. where you put them. Yeah, if she would have become a lawyer, she would have become the greatest lawyer of all She's time. She's her own law firm. <laughs> An American politician who served as a senator from California for 31 years. Years, oh, Ryan. I know exactly who you're talking from about. From yeah. 1992 until her death today in 2023. Now, how long was she serving? Like how, how, 31 years. But I'm saying, did she serve up until her final breath? Until her final breath. That's, I mean, that makes sense. I think it's a good system and I think we should keep it. At 90 years old. Well, I mean, I feel like 90-year-olds, from the ones that I've met, generally have their, their finger on the pulse of what's going on in society. Also, they shit their pants. That's <laughs> how you have your finger on the pulse. The pulse is so strong, it causes sure. you to shit yourself. I feel the warmth of society surrounding me, mostly around the legs. <laughs> and now it's getting colder for some reason. <laughs> I gotta go change my society. She also served... Chill, Krusty. She also served three terms as San Francisco's mayor from 1978 to 1988 for 10 years. Now, during that span of time for her for 41 years in politics, she accomplished much. She was the first female president of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors in 1978. Cool. During that time, and we weren't alive for this, but I'm sure you know the story. During that time, Mayor uh, George Mascon and Harvey Milk were assassinated. Do you do you remember that? I, I know Harvey Milk just from the Sean Penn okay. movie, but I, I honestly don't know the story. She actually succeeded Mascon and became the first female mayor of San Francisco. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah she did quite a bit. Good on you. But mm -hmm. I think that this is a very important conversation about age limits in politics. These are people, when you're 90 years old, you are making decisions, the ramifications of which you will never see. 
You do not know, these are people who are presiding over the internet age who don't know how to use a fucking computer. Sure. Yeah, you got one of those life alert, you know, necklaces on. And it's you hear a lot of people talking about how you have these old, white, octogenarian men making decisions for 18-year-old women's bodies. Yeah. You, you know, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty wild. And that's the thing. And if and I, I want to be very gentle here because this is not a shot at her. This is a shot at the system. She don't care. At the system itself. I'm sure she has a uh, a uh, that. Uh, I'm sure she has an estate that will come after me if I don't, okay. if I don't do this, but they were basically weekend at Bernie's at Bernie. Weekend, weekend at, at Bernie's in her. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, she, she was basically a, a, a walking uh, mannequin at this point. And she would trot out and they would have to constantly remind her to do the simplest things. Well, after that Mitch McConnell thing happened, which Twice. You, which you played on the show where it sounded like he was having a stroke live at a presser, yep. um, people were talking about how Mitch McConnell wasn't even the worst of these situations this woman was. Correct. Correct. At one point, I believe she had a stroke where half of her face was, was sliding down. Oof. She looked... I mean, like she was on the verge of death and for, she, for many times. She was. For, for a long time. Yeah. In 2020, they were even talking, you know, three years ago about the cognitive decline of this person. So and how long ago was that? That was in 2020. Well, and the, and the problem is it's not even this person because I, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like if you could get this person and get them to pay attention just for a second, be like, hey, you still want to be doing this? They'd be like, ah, rah, 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 rah. You know, it's the people behind them that don't want to lose their figurehead because they're the ones with the power. And if we lose this lady, that's it. I'm out. I was just about to say, at what point are we allowed to call this elder abuse? You are trotting this woman out there who seemingly doesn't even realize where she is or what she's doing. Mitch McConnell just wants to go chill somewhere, watch a little Andy Griffith, you know, chew some sunflower seeds. Like, let this man just age gracefully. I got to tell you, 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 I feel like you described his perfect day. Wouldn't that be awesome? I, you just, no, but his specifically I, perfect day. You, you think that I just made that up? <laughs> I think about this all the time. So, Diane Fancy, Diane Feinstein, forgive me, uh, happy death day. Happy death day. But overall, this is a conversation that needs to be had that over a certain age, you should be forced to retire. And we should have fucking term limits. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> happy death day. I think there should be some sort of, not unlike your driver's test, a form of cognitive ability. Some person at 90 years old could be more aware than another person at 90 years old. The only problem is, is the people we need to sign off on that are the people that it would affect. And their hands are all shaky and shit. That's so. also true. That is a classic woman. Uh, this is a segue. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You it give gets, me these certain eyes when we're segueing. And I don't normally talk like that. No, sure. Nobody yeah, does because yeah. it's stupid. Yeah, why are you batting your eyelashes? We would be I mean. a couple of crusties cutting it up. Yeah. But uh, speaking of classics, last week I did uh, those guys you hate classic commercial about mm -hmm. insurrection. Mm -hmm. This week we're doing the first song that we ever did on the show. Hopefully this won't get us canceled. I believe in miracles and bacon with my breakfast. Unicorns and puppy dogs in a long time state of Texas. I believe in you and me and a love you can't disparage. 
What I don't believe in is interracial marriage. No, we don't believe in interracial marriage. No, we don't believe in interracial marriage. You shouldn't believe in interracial Do you remember marriage. the context of why we did this? Just to be shocking yeah, and ridiculous. Sure. Okay, just a little before we go to break here. That's not a bad song. We, it's a banger, right? I don't like the message, but I love the way you say it. We did it as a joke. <laughs> we very much believe in interracial marriage, and we'll be right back. Weird way to sign out. Yeah, nice little disclaimer at Weird, the end. We love interracial marriage. Yay. Some of my best friends are interracial. Hey everyone, if you're anything like us, you've struggled with depression, anxiety, isolation, or any number of things that hold you back in life. Or do you procrastinate a little too much? Maybe you've had trouble with self-control or even just going through a tough time. Regardless of whatever it is you're going through, therapy can help. For me, Ryan, it's completely changed the way I deal with my problems. Even the relationship with my own thoughts have improved dramatically. And that's why we're excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is so important to us because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you up to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash those guys or click on the link in the show's description. Clicking on that link not only supports us, but supports you. And we want to support you too by giving you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp to connect with a therapist and see if it helps you. Finding the right therapist is so important. Someone that you really connect with. And BetterHelp has made that easier than ever. Switching therapists until you find the right one without having to worry about insurance or any additional fees. You know, Tyler, when I first had my son, I felt so many emotions that I had never experienced in my life. Therapy really helped me figure out what was going on. Well, that is betterhelp.com slash those guys. Help the show by supporting the people that help us. Those guys. On this piece of paper. The world's hardest tongue twister, Tyler. Oh, wow. And I would love for you to give it a shot. You hate. And I didn't even do my, hold on, I got to do my tongue warm up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. That's enough tongue warm ups. <laughs> Those guys you hate. Red circle. You definitely got that. Yeah. All right, Tyler, we are back. We've got a lot going on, so let's dive right in because you've got mail. generally an audio medium but on you've got mail i send tyler don't open it yet i send tyler a picture and i let him react live on air and hopefully very soon you will be able to watch along with us that's Mm -hmm. we are doing everything that we can to make this a visual medium as well now tyler how do you feel about gargoyles 
Gargoyles, great animated show Loved when I was it. a kid. It was Loved fantastic. It. Disney, uh, a bit creepy on the decoration, the gargoyle statues on like churches and stuff. But overall, I give them a, a thumbs up. Okay, so you're pro gargoyle. This one, mm-hmm. this particular one that I want to talk to you about. I love it because there's so much history. I love European architecture because unlike down here in Miami, it goes past 1978. Mm. It has history. It has meaning. Isn't there one, uh, man, maybe I'm asking a question that you don't know the answer to. Isn't there some old building that has a Darth Vader gargoyle? Yes, that is correct. It's a church, I believe, in Europe where somebody added it many years after the church's uh, construction. Love that. Yeah, uh, we can review. Yeah. That, that brings me pleasure. Yeah. The lunar gargoyle of Freiburg Cathedral, okay? Freiburg Cathedral, southwest of Germany. Don't open it yet. I'm not opening okay, it. I, I, know know this, I know how this works. I need to be in control. I'm very sorry about that. You don't that. say. I've been to Germany. I'm telling you, and I say this all the time, but nobody really cares. Yeah. The, the most beautiful architecture that I've ever seen that stood out to me is the train station in Cologne. It's not anything, it's just beautiful, man. Mm. These places are castles. They have such history, I love it. But this one, southwest of Germany, it, it is said that the unhappy stonemasons created this gargoyle and aimed it at the city council building after not being paid for their work. That makes sense. Please go ahead and tell the people about the lunar gargoyle of Freiburg Cathedral. Ah, gotcha. Um, wow, that is quite the position to hold for hundreds of years. <laughs> My back. What are you looking at? It is a, uh, I mean, it's a type of gargoyle, it's I a guess. Hu- it's a humanoid? It's a woman. It's a. It's basically a woman. Let me look at this. And she, I, and she has basically her hands and her, and her feet are basically almost touching. She's bent over that far and her anus and <laughs> vagina... Are, well, that is a vagina. Are, are pointed wow. towards the uh, the the horizon, as it were. And the anus is a pore spout. It is a a, oh, yeah. a yeah, gutter. Yeah. It's yeah. like a rain gutter, yep. and it is being pointed at the city council building. Like you could, I mean, that's a gaping anus. A yeah, ga- a gayness, as I've heard kids refer to it. Yeah. All right, Krusty. Let's keep this moving. You're right. I- I'm sorry, but I'm looking at a picture of a of a rain gutter anus. This is art, man. This is history. This is art and history. And it's also a gaping anus. It is a gaping anus. So yeah. what's With your water spout What's your it. feelings on it? Um, it's first of all very well done. The proportions are great. <laughs> That's a nice it's, rump. It's well, I don't even mean it like that. That's just humanoid it shape. It is. It's great. It's not even off. Uh, you know, off in any way. Um, I, it is one of the few protests I've ever heard where the protesters work even harder in response to uh, a, a wrong being done to them. I love it. Yeah. I love it. No, I think a good job. We, I think we, we need more uh, civil unrest that involves gaping anuses. Sure. And I bet you for a visual medium, we can't do it on the podcast, but I bet if we were to go over some of the craziest gargoyles on churches, we would find some very interesting ones. Weak. In review, Tyler. Yeah. Fantastic job. Now, uh, give me an oof. Well, we can review it. And unless you have anything else, we'll we'll skedaddle. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> oh, Ryan. Yep. We got another oof. And this one, we get to laugh at this person. What, what's an oof? And Oh, well, an oof is when somebody does something cringeworthy. And we just go, ooh. Now, is it different 
than douche of the week because we're like, we're kind of on this person's side. We're just kind of like oofing with you. It's not necessarily on the person's side, but douche of the week is when you're being an asshole yeah. and you're like, hey, you're a douche. Yeah. This is just behavior where it, it's not really being an asshole. It's just cringeworthy okay. is what it is. Sure. So we're not against you. We're just noticing that you did a thing. But this one we can be because okay. this one is all about sports and what is more conducive to a good time with sports than hating your opponent. I mean, that's what I'm all about. Mm -hmm. Well, for this week's oof, Ryan, Sean Payton. Yeah. 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 Sean Payton, uh, head coach famously of the Saints with Drew Brees. For, won, for won, 15 years. Won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now head coach of the less illustrious Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with Sean Payton? Well, he was very sought after, a very sought after coach during this past offseason. Very, very highly coveted as a coach. He went into the booth and NFL sports, all of that, notable for just recycling people. Instead of yeah. trying out new things, they just picked the old white guy that we've already seen do it before. Well, I was going to say, and he was somebody who was seen as very good. He was a known quantity. Yeah. Is, is, well, if you've won a Super Bowl you will get a job for the rest of your life. Which is very hard to do from what I understand. It helps if you have Drew Brees. Yes, without a doubt. Well, on this during this offseason, he had taken a year off. He uh, quit the Saints, took a year off, and was just hired by the Denver Broncos over the offseason and had a pretty famous quote talking about last year's team, which he was not a part of, where they were terrible. Terrible. You're and talking about last year? Last year, sure. the Denver Broncos. They've had a rough go. They of it. thought that they were going to be great and they were awful. He said, everybody's got a little stink on their hands, referring to last year. Now, now was this after he had already been hired for this job? Correct. Okay. He already was holding the job. Right. Everybody's got a little stink on their hands. It's not just Russell regarding their quarterback. It's not just Russell. It was a poor offensive line. He then went on to say, it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL, that's how bad it was. Now, what's interesting about that is very rarely in that- well, Almost never. In that little club. I mean, it's just, it's it's a professional courtesy to not attack your peers. You will never hear- I love it. A coach go after another coach. It's I, an unwritten rule that's probably written somewhere. Yeah, it's like cops talking about other cops. It just very rarely ever happens. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I like the criticisms from the inside. I want to hear criticisms and critiques from somebody who actually knows the inner workings of this job. Because I don't know what it's like to be a NFL head coach. I want to hear this shit. I'm trying to think if I like it or I guess I like the drama. I like the chaos, but I it's super unprofessional and it makes me think like everybody else out there. When you're talking bad about somebody, it makes you look worse. I'm, Absolutely. I'm trying so hard to just take all of that out of my life. Oh, it is unprofessional. And as a viewer, I love it. I love it too. But would you agree in that circumstance, the person who looks the worst there is Sean Payton? For sure. Okay. For sure. Cool. I agree with you. And that's why we got a noof this week, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Because- and- his face. You can't you can't talk about Sean Payton without talking about his punchable, punchable face. He's and I don't like to body shame, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention <laughs> he, he's got he he's got butthole lips. He puckers he puckers his mouth all the time. It looks like a butt a butt too far? Uh, no. I, I'm no. Would you would you agree or disagree? I like that you're willing to <laughs> criticize from inside the inner circle, which looks like a butthole. Does that make me look unprofessional? 
I've never considered it before, so I will have to, at some point, look up Sean Payton's butthole lips. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Payton. Yeah. That's not cool what I just did. I mean. I need to talk about the behavior, though, sure. because he got started this year after talking shit about the coaching staff. About his predecessor. After talking shit about the, the team that came before him, he has not only started zero and three, but he also, in this last game against your Miami Dolphins, or I guess I should say our Miami I Dolphins. I why you're separating yourself from the, the best of the best. I, no, I was talking to the local people down here, but that's not fair. We're international. They got beat 70 to 20. Historically There bad. has been only three teams in the history of this sport that has scored 70 points. So, Mr. Payton. Well, let's just say that his behaviors have come home to roost. He has, you, you, you brought that on yourself and in the way that he handled it before you played that God awful noise, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he handled it like a bitch. He handled it like a bitch in the post game presser. He was prickly. He was a douche. Defensive. He was a full butthole mouth of just uh, uh, unctuousness. Mm -hmm. And it's I got to tell you, just the lips. you deserve, ah, man, I, I, I hate to heap on people, but man, it, it felt good to hear him just be so snippy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He screamed at the reporter, what's the question? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, Mr. Payton, Sean Payton. Ah. <laughs> That, that's the one right there yeah. that, I, that I particularly hate. Yeah, and you kind of deserve it, as yes. my brother just said. Yeah, we don't like to we don't like to dance on people's graves, but just may, hopefully. Sean, do you think Sean Payton learned something here? No, you don't. Why no. do you say that? Just because I, I you think, don't have any belief in him? No, it's not a matter of belief. I don't know him personally. However, I'm just taking the situation into account and a lot of these guys, their egos get so large where it's like, Oh no, I bet you my guess would be he's sitting there going, that wasn't me. That was on, that was on, you know, these guys, these guys didn't follow my plan. Well, when they, and I could be wrong when, when your notoriety and your money go to that level, I think it's hard not to see yourself as it's hard not to get caught up in your own bullshit. Absolutely. Week in review. <laughs> How many you got this week, Tyler? I've got three, Ryan. Okay, I got four, so I'm going to go first. All right. I don't know if this counts as a weekend review, but we've talked about it a lot on the show. Tyler, is the writer's strike over? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I, no, no, normally I answer first. You're the one who uh, has all the information. The way you were looking at me, it was like, oh shit, did I get this wrong? No, there is a, the last I read about it, there is a tentative agreement. Tentative. Tentative, thank you. Yes. Uh, a tentative agreement, but nothing, last I read, nothing has been signed. Uh, no ink has been put on paper yet. Okay, so Washington Post is where I got my information. This is, maybe I have it wrong, but this is what they gave me. They have come to an agreement where they will be paid. Because explain very quickly what the issue was about well, writers standing and, faces and whatnot. Writers and actors went on strike simultaneously, which hasn't happened. And I, I think it was 70 years the last time they both went on last strike time together. Last time they scored 70 points in the NFL. Not true. I'm sorry. I'm doing a thing. We're doing a... Come on. A couple. Hey, Mr. Deadfish. I haven't <laughs> seen you in a bit. Krusty, what are you doing here? Uh, yeah, so they all went on strike together because things are getting uh, dire in that... In that, I mean, really everywhere, and there, there was the belief that they were going to use AI to scan people's faces and use their voices, pay them two hundred dollars, just a flat fee of two hundred dollars. That's it, 
and then um, and then use their likeness forever. So here's what they've come to. And the idea is uh, much like, you know, when everybody was doing all of their work on radio and then TV came along, it's like them being like, ah, don't worry about TV. Radio is the real deal. Yep. Don't even worry. TV is like nothing. That's what they're doing right now with streaming. Yep. They're pretending like streaming services aren't the future. And they're just saying, hey, let's just keep doing business the way that we've been doing it. Rich people want to stay rich. Here's and, what they've come up and, with. And even though right now, even though they're pretending like, oh, in the future, it'll be fun, blah, blah, blah. Right now, streaming service aren't paying jack shit to the actors and the writers. They're, they are treating it as like a gig job or they're trying to. And Netflix and Hulu and all these different streaming services, Netflix being the worst, are trying to fuck people over so they can do that infinite growth that capitalism loves so much. It's uh, it's I have such thoughts on that idea of just grow, grow, grow. The world be damned. Nine thousand dollars for a half hour episode. Nine thousand dollars for a half hour episode. Okay. Sixteen thousand five hundred dollars for a one hour episode. All right. Forty thousand five hundred dollars for a streaming feature. Over thirty million in budget. Hmm. It still sounds like some pretty low numbers, but if these people can survive just being creative and doing what it is that they're called to do, and they're happy with that, I'm happy with that. Yeah, and I will say, and and I don't. I, first of all, I have no context of what a normal payment is on these things. Me neither. Maybe but, we can review. Maybe but, not. But that also does sound to me like um, like minimum wage almost, where it's like, hey, this is the base of what we're allowed to pay you. But I would imagine if people are going on to really big named uh, shows or movies, then maybe they'd be offered more money. That, that's my guess. If they're good with it, then we're good with For it. For sure. Ryan. Yo. I'm going to get the easy one out of the way. Last week, going back to sports, we talked about Aaron Rodgers, former quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, current quarterback of the New York Jets, uh, talked about he tore his ACL and talked about healing by listening to dolphins having sex. Does this man seem like a kook? Oh yeah. Sure. And I'm here for the kookiness and I'm I'm fine with it. Sure. But who's to say that doesn't work? Agreed. Agreed. And all I said was kook. I didn't say bad person. Put it in my blowhole. Just kook. Sure. Had to get that in there. I yeah. I tried to look it up and as far as I can tell there is no science between listening to dolphins have sex and healing your body. I wonder if he was being serious. He may have just been doing a thing. He says a lot of stuff. He does man. say a lot of stuff. Aaron Rodgers, if you're listening, please reach out. Tyler, you and I discussed, are you actually getting rest if you go to nap, but don't fall asleep? No, 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 no. There are numerous claims relating to the benefits of rest to mind and body. Of course, sleep, you and I know, very important. Mm. We spent a good portion of our life without it, kind of necessary. Nothing compares to the benefit of sleep. Lying, you know, lying down for, an, the, how we started talking about this is, I can't nap. I can lie down in bed and just kind of sit there, and mm. I was hoping that maybe that helps out a little bit. Not so much. The only type of relaxation that's been shown to have some of the benefits of sleep is meditation. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Regenerative. Thank you, science. Ryan, last week we asked the questions pertaining to Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Are they Scientologists? And were the letters they wrote about rapist Danny Masterson victim shaming? Were they? 
No, 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 no. So no, they is were that not. no to all of it? No to all of it. It was, they, as far as I can tell, they are not Scientologists. Danny Masterson is, as far as I can, as far as everything I read on the internet, they are not Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And in terms of their letters, I actually read both of their letters verbatim and they do not attack the victims directly. Although- Congratulations? Yeah, although it was very, I will say, they wrote these letters knowing full well what he had done. He had already been. He's already been convicted. He's yep. already on trial for raping two different people. It's not a question. It's an answer. They both wrote at length about not just what a stand-up guy they knew know him to Don't be. Don't say stand-up guy. But things like how he never gave in to drugs and was a really good source of, of saying no to drugs as they were going through Hollywood, as what a great father he was. All of these things, while also knowing that he raped two women. Well, n stop pigeonholing this guy, dude. Sure, okay, yes, you're a rapist, but look at well, what an amazing paint job he did on that house. <laughs> He's cocaine free. Okay, I mean, that guy is barely, I mean, barely raped and never done drugs. So how about that? It's just ridiculous. It is bad. It it's is ridiculous. bad. And I, I wonder if they would take it back. Absolutely. Because they, I mean, what was being reported, they never thought that these letters were going to come to light, that they were going to go to the judge and they were going to be secret. I, and boy, I did that bite them in the butt. I like both of those people. This was a miscalculation on their part. A huge one. Tyler, last week we asked the question out loud, is Harley Quinn. Ah, this was my last one too. More, okay, we'll do it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More popular than Superman. What'd you get? Uh, I got Harley Quinn not bigger than Superman. No, 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 mm -mm. no, 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 no. I got... Oh, yeah. Really? Yes, I did. Well, you go first. Well, it was Should hard. I go first? It was hard to get uh, specific numbers, but just to give a couple uh, uh, examples, Superman Volume 1, the comic... Sold for $5.3 million. But wait a minute. That, hold on, I'm not done. Wait Just a that minute. one comic alone. And Superman's net worth, just as the character in and of itself. <laughs> Superman's, not, not, ne Superman's net worth is a great sentence. Not, not, of, not him specifically, sure. but of the character is in the billions of dollars. Sure. I mean, if we're doing net worth, then Bruce Wayne is the biggest. No, no, I, I don't mean I how know, much money the character is accrued. I'm a crusty the clown. How much does DC make based on the character Superman? And it's in the billions. See, you know what? I Maybe I, I did not dig far enough with my investigative journalism, but I clicked on an article that just said DC admits Harley Quinn is basically carrying its entire universe. Sure. I would be very interested to know the numbers of the last Superman movie versus the last Harley Quinn movie. Well, and I think the way that we're rating it is, is unfair or, or is very off because you're talking about right now where I'm pulling in Superman's been around for decades longer than Harley Quinn. But that's the, per that's the point that I'm making. I'm not talking about who's made more money. It's that's not fair. Well, I, I thought you just, said who's the biggest i'm talking about at this moment oh yeah harley quinn that's what i was asking oh i'm sorry i thought you just meant who was the bigger star it looks like i win tyler congratulations last week or at some like basically all the time i am constantly talking about harvey weinstein's dick it's very strange do i have new information i guess so oh yeah i do you did say at the front end you did it would be weird if you lied don't say front end the problem is with Harvey Weinstein, what I love about this, not unlike Sean Payton's butthole mouth, I lips, love it. Lips, Ryan, just the lips. I'm sorry, I just don't know why I'm stuck there. I 
I this to me seems like an actual physical manifestation of a terrible person, a, a, a rapist, a monster by everybody's definition. Correct. He's got a gangrene dick. It's yeah. it's almost like, you know, worrying yourself into cancer. Like he did this to himself. That's how projection works. That is how you're you walk through life an angry, bitter, just disgusting human being, your physical form is going to take on those traits. That is 100% true. And that the, the poetic justice of all of it is just really what sits with me because I hate to castigate someone, which I said a lot on this show, but mm -hmm. I've done a lot of, mm -hmm. but what, what he Very did close. to these people is, is monstrous and really terrible. And, yeah. and my heart goes out to these actresses that he abused. Yeah, it goes beyond immoral. It's just, just evil. Well, it's getting evil. off on people being degraded and being terrified yeah. of you and using your power in a way that is just by all accounts, terrible. Harvey Weinstein underwent surgery in 1999 for Fournier gangrene you've you've heard this we've talked about it many times you keep bringing it up right. Ryan. this is thanksgiving at mom's listen, house listen he needs injections to bring it up oh. a rare but oh. deadly infection of the genitals and perineum what is your perineum uh the space in between your butthole and your and your taint taint your balls taint your ass yeah. it's your taint oh now, just your taint excuse me it includes swelling to the genitals in the perennial area and is associated with significant pain yeah we know all of that. Yeah. What I did not know is that his testicles were actually taken away from his scrotum and implanted into his inner thigh. That's how bad his wiener situation is. That is the manifestation of being a monster. Danny Masterson, protect your junk because it might be coming for you, my player, and that. What? What's uh? What's the purpose of that? Because his scrotum was so rotted away that I don't think it was doing its its job. You know what I mean? It's oh like a catcher's boy. mitt with a hole in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That but, is terrible. Uh, literally, yeah. I, I think it's literally terrible, and that's yeah. why they had to do it. And that is we can review. Oh, thank God it's over. Yeah, that was a lot. Yes, yes, Tyler. Great job, man. You too, man. Great job. This, I, was, this was a bit of a wacky show. It was wacky. I, I'm interested to hear know what this is going to sound like. Oh, uh, you're not feeling confident. Uh, feeling a little weird about it. Why? Well, we'll see, I, like I said, it was just wacky. We we read the fan mail about how we were what? playing these characters. You need to be more authentic, and then we come on here and we we're just whacking what, it up. What was <laughs> whacking it up? <laughs> what was wacky about it in particular? I just we'll have to listen back sure. to it. But there's just some jokes we made that were just ridiculous. I felt like this one was pretty good, so right. we'll find well, out well, together. I'm excited to hear it back. Tell people how they can let us know what they think. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com. You can... And, and work in Ace Ventura, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com, and we have all the buttons right there. If you click on each individual one... Go ahead. Snoop around. It'll take you to all the different pages. You can find all of our episodes on there. You can find all of our links to all of our uh, uh, pages and social media and all that stuff, which is going to be happening very soon. I know we've been promising this for a while, but it is coming very soon, ladies and gentlemen. We're working. I we're, promise we're, we're, you. We're putting effort in. We're not just talking about it and not doing it. It just it takes a lot of foundational support. Yeah. Um, so it's coming soon. Don't worry. Thank you, Podcast Mommy. And thank you, uh, Podcast Mommy. He said it. Yeah. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? Oh, and by the way, before you tell me, a big portion of that that we did not mention is you guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being here. You guys have been awesome, man, and you're making us feel more and more like Sean Payton and, uh, you know, whoever was doing this podcast before us were fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I can't believe it. What a mess up job oh those guys God. did. The worst podcasting job I've ever seen. You know what? I'm going to keep it very simple, short and sweet. Moral of the story this week, don't rape. It's it's really easy to sure. do, guys. It's so easy to not rape. So good, good advice. I highly recommend it. It's a it's a lot of fun. You know, first of all, not destroying somebody else's life, but also not going to prison for the rest of yours. It's it just everybody wins when we don't rape. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is be very careful putting your kids into football. I love football. I hope football continues on That's in a good some one. way, but. I will tell you, it's the only sport that I would not allow my son to play. I And I don't want to moralize here, but I do like his brain where it is and how it is. It's a good brain. I would like for it to stay that way mm-hmm. in, a, in a solid form, most preferably. Yeah, L- uh, less of the gelatinous nature, more of the solid nature. So don't let him fool you with the rhinestone jerseys or with Andy's room in Wembley Stadium. As cool as that's going to be. It's gonna be. I cannot <laughs> wait to see those people's kids just maul each other. We are those guys you hate. (laughs) Be kind or we'll kill you. I don't fucking know. And red circle. Red, red circle. It's man, we're just trying to figure out all of this. Uh, all of we're tr- we're trying to get this up and running for you peasants, and nobody seems to to give us credit. Nobody seems to to help. Up and running. We've been doing this for like three and a half years. <laughs> Some point, we're gonna really. We're just, a little late we're on gonna, the up and running. We're gonna buckle down and we're gonna get this thing taken care of. Tyler, how hey. are you, buddy? What's going on? Good man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. There's a lot going on. We were just discussing how easy it is for me to get distracted and hurt by things happening in my life. But overall, things are pretty good. What's up with you? That's life, man. Life is basically a a bat with barbed wire wrapped around it and somebody is just flailing around with it, swinging it wildly. And you just have to avoid it. Why would you use a bat like that? For people, this is an audio medium. A bat is meant to be swung, Ryan. But but you have it over your head, not unlike a tornado. Like you're spinning it like a helicopter. As if I was a Frat boy, I had just taken my pants off and I'm spinning <laughs> it over my head. Watch the belt buckle. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it is. It's so interesting. And what you and I were talking about very quickly is just how easy it is to get derailed. You're feeling good. And then all of a sudden the tiniest little thing happens and it. And it can spin you off into a ditch. And, uh, I've decided today, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, not today, body. We're doing a show. Mm-hmm. And my body's like, fuck you. I'm in charge here. And I'm like, yes, sir. No, no, you did it anyway. I we're did doing, it anyway. We're, we're doing the show, so you're actually in charge. And I'm in good, and I'm in good spirits, Tyler. Good. At least that's what I'm telling myself. I think starting the show helps with the spirits themselves. 100%. Yeah. And, and spirits. That also helps. Just, oh, just oh, yeah, straight yeah. whiskey dog. That's my answer. Straight whiskey dog. Whiskey dog. Also my first AOL screen name. Tyler. Got it. Mine was Tyler's a dragon. 
what? <laughs> I was like 12. <laughs> what? Embarrassing things from our past. Uh, I think I did a whole shtick on this once, um, how much better life was when people would make emails before they realized they were going to have to say them out loud at some point. I didn't have to. I just wanted to share with the audience. I appreciate that. Like yeah. uh, like my son, yeah. my son's first screen name or whatever was Gangsta Boy with mm. an O-I. And I still call him that whenever he's in front of his friends. I'm sure he loves that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he appreciates that. I don't think that he does because yeah. he won't talk to me. He's, yeah. He's actually been emancipated. Congratulations, by the way. Um, my first one was Ryan. I was in a, a band called Bum Ruckus. So my first mm. one was X Ryan Ruckus X. X Ryan Ruckus. I mean, it's not bad. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Ruckus was a great name, but if you didn't know I was in a band, you just thought that I was trying to be like an action hero. Sure. And, and for some reason, X's at the beginning and end of, of emails and uh, screen names, really big in the 90s and early 2000s. Well, you know what it was? There was the hardcore movement. There was like, you know, after punk, not after punk. I mean, of course, yeah. all that stuff is still existing, but sure. just that time, the peak, the hardcore, the straight edge kids, anybody out there who knows what I'm talking about, where they didn't masturbate, where all they the badasses didn't do at. drugs, <laughs> they didn't enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, those exes were a part of the parlance. They yeah. were part of the aesthetic. I bet you those people who didn't partake in any of those things really successful these days. They're good. Really successful. All of them are good. The rest of us <laughs> are just look back here. <laughs> Just being built on top of, Tyler. Let me ask you something. Speaking of emails, yeah, work emails, much less fun. Truly the bane of my existence. Yeah. I hate a fucking work email, It man. sucks. And they always write to me with the first same uh, beginning sentence. Tyler is a dragon. What kind of email is this? <laughs> and what is he dragon? I, nobody ever asked, what is he dragon? Um, now, here is my question for you. Because this this ties back to a bigger problem that I have. Not mm -hmm. my goiter, but something else. In work emails, let's say that you're sending an email to somebody that you've never spoken to before. You're you're making cold calls via email. Sure. Do you use somebody's first name or do you use their last name? It depends. It depends on the position that they're in. If it's the reverse cowboy, say it's a head of a cowboy. Sure. Oh wow. Uh, say it's the head You're of hateful. a head of a. <laughs> I hate what I am, yeah, Ryan. Isn't that the truth? Uh, if it's like the the president of a company, uh, I'll use Mister or Mrs. But if it's like a you know Joe Schmo. Hey, what's up, Joe? Hello, Anna. Mr. Schmo. Yeah, I don't, you know. See, and I, there I feel out the situation. In lies, I've asked you to stop doing that. The rub. Mm -hmm. Poor timing with that wordage. Yeah. Therein lies the rub. I, this is a gag. We're doing a thing, mm -hmm. but I truly mean this. We need to get rid of titles. We need to get rid of the dude. You take yourself so fucking seriously. I send somebody an email and I'm like, hey, Sharon, how are you? You know, whatever the deal was. And she emails me back. Hello, Mr. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go, we're fucking people. I'm a people. You're a people. We're all people. We don't, that's so unnecessary. And you, doctors. I, I was, oh, fuck. you stole it from me. You, doctors. You stole it from me. I'll punch you right in your stethoscope. I just had that last week. Ugh. Hey, Miss Bleep. Well, actually, it's Dr. Bleep. If I didn't... If I, I hate a Dr. Bleep. If I didn't need this job to survive and live and eat because eating kind of important... And, and, we, would, and, and we eat good. I'd tell you to go fuck go, yourself. Okay. God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. The doctor and people who are not in the medical field... I will ice pick you in the dick hole. Yeah. I, well, that's that's probably too violent. But you, uh, you would need a doctor for that. 
<laughs> is there a doctor in the house who doesn't practice medicine and doesn't hate me for doing this? And to them? doesn't have an ice pick in their dick hole. Um, it's just I truly mean. It's almost like people with security. Like, how many times have you heard that thing? Like, people having their own personal security is what keeps the evil going in the world. Do you know what I'm talking about or no? No. What does that mean? It's just like this idea of if you can afford to protect yourself with walls and gates and all of these different things, let's say you didn't have that. You would probably, the rich people in the world would probably behave a lot differently. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the school system. If all the rich people are sending their kids to private schools, then the public schools are going to deteriorate. If everybody sent their children to the same system, that system would be amazing. That is exactly Tyler. You're saying what I'm saying. Yeah, I, no, I, no, I, I was picking the privates, <laughs> but the deal, what? The, the privates. <laughs> The private sector. You G-rated the wrong part of the sentence. <laughs> he kicked me in the private sector. Now, the same thing with titles, where it is yeah. we use this to dominate each other, where we use this to lord over each other when truly, I, I, and I know I'm doing a, a shtick here, ice pick in the shtick. <laughs> really stuck here. I'm really stuck here. But, uh -huh. but the idea that we use this to kind of lord over each other, it's something that I really do. Look, man, if we're doing business together, I'm Ryan, you're blank. Like, why do we? And again, I'll follow. I understand that we have societal rules, but I don't like these societal rules. No, no. I mean, the one caveat I will give to doctors, they had to work really hard for like 12 years. I've worked hard for title. 12 years, too. No, you I, haven't. Well, <laughs> Relatively. <laughs> you have a kid. That's about it. Oh, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Do I said my real name. We're going to bleep that. Yeah. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. Moving on. What do you mean? Menendez is our real name. Are you adopted? I, I said my actual real name. I don't like what you're We're gonna doing. We're going to bleep it. Um, also, Mr. Thing. Mr. Menendez. Mm hmm. I, on our last episode, we were discussing, as we often do, um, current events and I said, oh, I don't want to let my politics slip here. Oh, I don't want to talk too heavy on this. Like I was like protecting myself without thinking that over the last couple of years, that's all we've ever done. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of ridiculous. And politics get into everything now. What? I mean, everything is political. Yeah. Yeah. Paw Patrol. Heard of it? I have. It's actually kind of big, apparently. It's it's I, I, I've never seen an episode, um, but it is, you know, every kid you know, uh, generation has their own. What was big when you were a kid? Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Still, still pretty big to this day, which is Fire. really saying something. Fire. But yeah, Pokemon was pretty big. Pogs. Pogs were a thing. You remember those? Of course I remember oh, Pogs. Pogs. I don't remember the TV show Pogs, but. It only lasted one season. And I, I very often will look up Pogs when I'm on the computer now. So obviously there's been some, some lasting. That's a P-A-W-G-S joke, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Fat ass white girls. What? <laughs> Is it white girls? It is white girls. It You're is right. white girls. Right. See, I think I'm uh, talking about P O G S. I think black girls should be allowed to be pogs too. It was now, like it was like the new age uh, jacks. You throw it down. You try to flip them. That sort of thing gets stuck in your throat. But Paw Patrol, which brought us this workout banger. Shake it, move it. Show what you got. That pop pop stuff is now. Oh, it's so good, bro. That is good. What? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's all right. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't. We have over... I, don't. I think really what did it for me is the fact that you went around singing this fucking song for months. 
right there, Tyler. Let that be. Marshmallow, I dare you to put together something better than this. <laughs> so, Paw Patrol, as all, you know, uh, children's cartoons should be, embroiled in controversy, Tyler. Why? Embroiled in controversy. What could possibly happen? They are animated dogs that help other animated dogs, I think? Which uh, can often be rough. There is a character called River. Okay. Have you ever, do you know anything about this? No. River is a character who wears, it's a person in this animated dog show, whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And this person is embroiled in controversy, just like I said, because River just looks like a regular animated child, wears two socks that vaguely resemble the colors of the trans flag. Do you know which one the trans flag is? Those flags all get mixed up for me. I support yeah, all of them, it, but it, I like, get confused. It's like, man, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, they, it gets confusing. It's like pink and purple, or is that the bi flag? I don't fucking know, man. I ain't buying that flag. Oh, no, the bi flag is purple and, and blue? Fuck, sure. I don't know. We support all the flags. I just made a joke. Not all of them. There's a swastika flag out there. We don't support that. Go ahead, make a joke. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and make a joke. I... I was going to say, I did not see that comment. I, whatever. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. support that. Flag. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. This character who has never said anything about gender has never said anything about pronouns. None of those things is voiced by a trans actor is, or is not is okay. And has received plenty of backlash by the people who call you a snowflake. That's it. It's the most offended people out there. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, it's projection. There's somebody, That's how it works. There's somebody in our life, and I won't name this person, but you already know who it is, who is constantly talking about how easily people are offended while being offended by everything. And it's someone that I love, someone who is dear to my heart. Yeah. And it offends me how easily they're offended. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. It and, makes me want to fight. And, and, and won't... It makes you want to fight. It does. It makes me want to like... Be like, don't you see what is oh, happening argue, here? Argue. I thought you meant you like want to punch him in the face. Or her. Or her. It's or they. It's a him. Or know. they. <laughs> hey, trans socks. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, it annoys me. The most, the most frustrating, because I can get triggered. I can get annoyed. I can I can project I'm a human being. Where my triggers but, at? But it's just the, it's it's the inability to even be willing to to think that hey maybe you don't see what it is that you're doing it's like hey you're doing this thing and they'll be like no I'm not but let me tell you how offended I am about this thing that people are offended and it's like dude like you're currently doing it well one of my favorite things is to tell this person hey you know you get angry all the time yeah that really makes this person very angry and they don't understand the irony I love the term or the phrase you made me angry and sure. my response always is. Why would you give me that kind of power over you? That seems unhealthy. And their response is, shut up. I'll kill you. you shut up. <laughs> Stop doing this to me. So let's all think about that. Yeah. All right, Tyler, we're going to close this up here because we got shit to do. I recently have been finding things on the internet. I have been bringing them to you. And for some reason, it's just been bringing me a little bit of enjoyment. Are you ready for me to regurgitate internet stuff? Sure. Here we go. I saw a little picture of two people talking, and I am going to spell it out to you. It's a man and a woman. I'm going to spell it out to you. You give me what you think about it, okay? Okay. The woman says to the man, your boss called today to say you're fired, so I bought you 
your favorite soy sauce. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, a, a, a kind gesture in the face of a traumatic experience, I would imagine. And the man says to the woman, oh, I see. Kick a man when he's down, huh? Mm. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> Kiko man when he's down. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Kiko man is a very popular uh, soy sauce. Yeah. You've seen it. Have you been to a store? Sure. You've definitely seen it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Kiko man when uh, he's down. Now, the, now yeah. the, no way. Wait, wait, wait. No, third oh, time was no. the best. <laughs> definitely the best. The third time. Here's the thing. It sounds like kick a man, yeah. which is a very um, popular cliche in American Nomenclature. That's the one. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? <sighs> this, this is going to take us to the tippy whippy top, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think that it's good. This, this right here. I, I know you're doing a shtick for the this show. Right I know you're doing it. <laughs> let's, let's do the show. Yeah. yeah. Kiko, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, do you like the, do you like the, at the regular sodium or the low sodium? Nah, give me the regular sodium. Do you really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't dislike the the low sodium, but I just want the full flavor of it. I thought that the that the low sodium was the more popular of the two. I I generally see people go for the low sodium, probably because soy sauce is loaded with salt. That's what makes it so delicious. <laughs> Fucking love it, man. Love it. Love it.